you're listening to Priceless Beauties Podcast. Hey, beautiful, Pamela Price here, makeup and spray tan artist, educator and owner of Priceless Beauty Studio, an international award-winning beauty business. But more importantly, I will be your host and cheerleader on this journey of self-love, self-awareness, and growth. Life didn't come with an instruction manual, and entrepreneurship can be a lonely and scary road at times. I am personally inviting you to join me on this brave adventure together while I chat with women just like you who open up and share their secrets about their business, their inspiration, and their stories. When we empower one another, great things happen. All right, babe, thanks so much for pressing play. Hey, well, welcome back, Brittany, to the Priceless Beauties podcast. You guys may not notice that she's been back because we actually pre-recorded this episode and had some technical difficulties, and she's so generous to come back, and we're going to do this again, and we just know that it's going to be an even better episode than the original one, and I have a feeling a lot of things that we're going to share are going to require her to come back again because so many great things that she has to share her journey and some great tips. So before we get started, I just want to do, um, she provided a great bio, so I'm just actually going to read it out because I won't be able to do it justice if I, I won't be able to remember all of the things. So I'm just going to read it out for you guys. So she's actually the founder of Be Free Mindset. And Brittany uses a combination of her life and teaching experience, science background, her personal understanding of chronic illness, as well as her master certification in a collection of modalities, including NLP, hypnosis, EFT tapping, timeline therapy, and mindset coaching to guide and mentor her clients. She assists them in eliminating negative emotions, disempowering beliefs, reprogramming subconscious thought patterns, and better to better communicate with themselves and with others. Encouraging self-awareness, a deep focus on mind and body connection, Brittany helps action takers honor their intuitive and innate gifts while living a passion-filled and purpose-filled life. So like I had mentioned, so many good things to unpack here. So if you don't mind just doing a brief intro about yourself, just to let everybody know kind of what you're about and just nice warm welcome. Amazing. Yes. Thanks, Pam, for having me. I'm excited to be here. And yeah, like, like you said, you know, I'm a life and mindset coach specifically for female entrepreneurs, but I also work with women in general, really just to help them empower, like to empower themselves, gain clarity in their life, build confidence, and yeah, a bunch of other things in between. But yeah, I'm, I'm someone who's really, you know, multi-passionate. I think a lot of people throw that word around, but truly like I studied science, I have a science degree, I'm a big foodie, love psychology, and like just everything. I have chronic illness, so I'm a huge advocate for people suffering with any sort of inflammatory condition. Um, I'm a fundraiser, love teaching, mentoring, human design, astrology, crystals, like all the things, energy work. Um, But like you said, I love learning and educating myself so I can really share that knowledge with others and help people within the realm of personal development through all of the modalities that you mentioned uh, prior to this. 
Awesome. So I actually want to touch on that specifically, modalities, because um, that's only a word that I learned probably only a couple years ago. Prior to that, I would have had to Google what that meant. So do you mind touching on what exactly is a modality and how do you use those specific things in order your students to help people that you're mentoring, things like that? Yeah, absolutely. So a modality is really just a tool that has been learned uh, through education or certifications or any sort of life experience, even some modalities come from that. But the modalities that I specifically use in my business come from findings and techniques within NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. So it's a form of like subconscious work. And that's really where we can get to the core of like our limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging tendencies and work to neutralize or limit or you know, move through some of the challenges that we're facing. So there's NLP that I use. There's something called EFT tapping, a modality that I also use, which is really just tapping through all of the energetic meridians in our body to help us, again, relieve emotions, um, distress, dis-ease, any feelings that are coming up in our body. Clinical hypnosis is another form of a modality that I use. So really just helping people get into the state of visualizing their best selves and helping them move through situations. So that's another one. And then I think you mentioned time techniques. So like timeline therapy is really just helping people eliminate emotions like guilt, resentment, sadness, anger. So all of these techniques in combination with like my life experience and everything that I've gone through is what I basically bring into uh, sessions with clients to really help motivate them and empower them. Um, like I mentioned before. That is so intense and so awesome. <laughs> it's a lot. I know it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a lot, but it's really interesting. So do you have like a specific one that you feel is like your personal favorite or like, how did you get into all of those different techniques and how did you learn about them? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, kind of going back to where I started within just learning about these. So I was struggling back in 2019. I had a lot of things happening in my life. I was leaving a toxic relationship. I wanted to leave my job. I was burnt out and exhausted, really just like turn the focus back on myself. And so, and then I was also dealing with like health issues and things like that. So in doing that, I ended up hiring my own coach at the time to help kind of guide me and gain some clarity in the direction that I wanted to go in. And again, being that multi-passionate person that I am, I had so many interests like science and the mind and psychology. And like, I was good at things and like listening and mentoring and teaching. And so kind of putting that all together, I was exposed to like NLP and coaching in that way and those techniques through my coach. And then it was through that, that I was like, you know what, this is something that I want to do. Like I have all of these skills. I really enjoy it, um, using them and teaching and educating other people. So I went ahead and got my certification with a company actually here in Toronto called Yes Supply. And uh, I did my practitioner level and then my master's level in kind of all of these modalities. So EFT, NLP, clinical hypnosis, timeline therapy or time techniques. And uh, yeah, it kind of it started there. I would say I was like most blown away by NLP because when you learn it, it's all of the things that happen subconsciously, like while you're on autopilot and you don't realize how much of an impact it has on your day-to-day decisions and the way that you absorb information and then the way that you take that and teach other people or the actions that you take that then lead to like your big goals and outcomes. So it's such a fascinating topic, which I could dive into like on its own. But yeah, I would say like NLP is my one of my top modalities. And within that, there's like 20 
to 30 different techniques and like pieces of knowledge that I can use with clients to help them. Oh my gosh. I honestly felt this like surge of energy when you said that NLP was your favorite, like a goosebumps <laughs> up my whole body. <laughs> I know we're not in the same place, but I, I really feel that energy that that was something that really is passionate to you. And so, yeah. um, and with my reaction, I feel like maybe I need to look into <laughs> what you offer. With I feel that. like it's forever. My body was saying, yeah, yeah. My body was saying, you need to learn more about that. So I made a little note here. That's really interesting. (laughs) And you kind of had touched base on your journey a little bit. And that was something that really fascinated me and inspired me about you. And we had met at a women's empowerment event and I got to hear a little bit about your story. And I'd love if you, if you're open to it, just digging a little deeper, because I know there was quite a few obstacles that you faced during that time. You made that jump into, you know, hiring a coach at a really critical time where maybe money wasn't, you know overflowing or in abundance at that time, but you decided to take that big risk um, and invest in yourself. Can you speak to that? Because I know probably a lot of people that might be in a similar situation as you would be scared to take that jump or that leap of faith in that kind of pivoting place in your life. So can you just go like a little deeper on that journey with me? Yeah, or with us for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it was back in like kind of started back in 2018, 2019, again, like you said, going through like so many challenging life events. So I was unhappy at my job at the time. I decided to leave that workplace and like I had no job lined up. And the intention really behind it was that like I wanted to reevaluate where I was in my life and like what I wanted to do, what made me happy, like really reflect on things like what, what was I good at? Like what brought all my skills together, what helped me kind of move forward. And it was also a pivotal time. Like I was about to hit 30 and I was like, I had this like pressure that, okay, I want the next decade to look completely different than my twenties and I need to do something about it. So um, while this was all happening, I was also dealing with like being in a long distance relationship. Like I said, it wasn't serving me. I was having flare ups with my chronic illness So I have Crohn's disease, which is like a form of inflammatory bowel disease. And like that at that time landed me in the hospital for like a week. So everything literally felt like it was built up, like stress, anxiety, being burned out, a lack of like support, like everything just happening all at once. And so I basically at that time literally said like, screw it. I quit my job, removed myself from my relationship, really went forward with the intention of focusing on me. And it was during that eight month period then that I hired my coach and, you know, she was amazing. And she literally like opened my eyes to my own potential as well. Um, and kind of helped me like see those blind spots that I couldn't really see in my, in myself, um, which is crazy to say now, because you kind of look back and you see things about yourself when you look back, but when you're in the moment, you can't see those things. So she was so helpful. And then what happened? It was, yeah, like you said, it was a huge investment at the time. So wasn't working. And I think everybody was like, are you out of your mind? You're going to spend like five figures on a coach. Like what is a coach? Like what, why can't you do this yourself? Like my parents, my friends. And I just, honestly, it was like that nudge inside me that was like, I know that if I have an unbiased resource, somebody that I can talk to, somebody who kind of understands where I'm coming from, can understand like the burnout and the stress and anxiety and wanting more for yourself that like there was that belief in myself and confidence that I knew like big things were going to happen once I made that decision. So yeah, it was definitely an investment and it was something I'd never done before because I'd never spent that kind of money on myself in that way. Like basically just out of sheer belief and like the faith that things were going to happen the way that they were supposed to and meant to. 
so yeah, it was a scary, it was a scary decision, but that kind of brings you from like where I was and where my headspace was to how I then made that decision to invest. That's crazy. And I'm so proud of you for making that decision because imagine if you didn't, like what would your life look like? What would your health be like? Where would you be? We definitely, I mean, I don't know. I don't think we'd be talking right now. And I don't think you probably would have been able to have the impact that you've made on so many other people's lives if you didn't first take that step and invest that into yourself, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And you almost have to like walk the walk before it's possible for you to kind of talk the talk. So it's like, I had to go through all of that and kind of engage with myself and have that like self-awareness before I was even able to recognize that that's something that I could help other people with and be in this space today. Yeah. And I personally feel, and I'm not sure, but I speak with a lot of female entrepreneurs and I feel like we always feel guilty to invest that. And we hear all these cliches like self-care, self-love, invest in yourself. Yeah. We, we kind of, we hear it. We sort of know it's true deep down inside, but then it's hard for us to one, make the investment the time, you know, energy that it takes to do something. And it's hard to face certain things and to go deeper and to hear about blind spots that we might be neglecting yeah. <laughs> or go into, if you do timeline, I know a little bit about timeline for going back and maybe rediscovering things that may have happened to you or maybe impacting your decision-making or your behaviors and things like that. It's hard to face those things on all different levels, right? So, um, and I always think of this like really stupid analogy, but it's like when you're on a plane and they tell you to like put your mask on first, otherwise you can't help anybody else. And I always try to remind myself about that. Like if I don't take care of myself on whatever level it is that I'm, you know, wanting to improve or needing support or I'm struggling with or whatever, then how am I going to show up in my business? How am I going to show up as a mother or or wife or a friend? Like I'm going to be giving whatever's like left over at the end, which might not be much of anything. Right. So it's so crucial. Like that's something that I've really come to realize as an entrepreneur, because you really show up as, you know, how you are if, whether you're broken or you're burnt out or whatever, that really is reflective on so many different elements of your business. And if you're self-employed, then it's going to show up in your workspace, right? So um, I just want to like tell everybody out there that it's so important for you to do that. And if you're just listening, you're like, I swear she's talking to me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Not that you have to necessarily work with Brittany or anybody, but just like be aware that like it's okay to do that, whatever that looks like for you to take that time or that investment or that break, whatever it is that you need is so, so, so important. Any female, any human, but really speaking specifically to like female entrepreneurs, because we're just juggling so many different things at once. Yeah. Yeah. It's really just about filling your own cup, right? Like if you fill your own cup and prioritize yourself, like I, what you said too, with the analogy, like I picture a cup being overfilled and then it's just flowing out. Like it's spewing out to anybody who's around. So if you are filling your own cup, you're, you know, happy, you're feeling good about yourself. You're in a good place energetically. That's all just like coming out as excess to everybody in your environment, including within your business or within your friendships and within your partnerships and home life and like any area of life. So it's so important to really prioritize that time and space if you need it for yourself and not to be ashamed of taking a step back and like reflecting and allowing yourself to be creative and have the thoughts that are actually going to help you gain momentum and gain clarity really. So I totally agree. Yeah. And I think too, just to expand on how the overflow impacts other people as well. So I can just, I'm sure everybody has people in their lives that are kind of 
overflowing in a positive way where they're impacting you by supporting you, giving you feedback, being there for you, giving you advice or resources in some sort of way that have been fulfilling to you. And then if you think on the opposite side of the spectrum, you can think of people that are kind of the opposite. They're kind of like energy vampires where they're constantly taking and taking and negative. And I, I picture two different people in my mind and I always, like, I don't want to be the person that's sucking the life of people no. around me, <laughs> you know? And it's like, how can we be overflowing in a way that's helpful and the ripple effect is positive, right? So working on ourselves in that way is going to have that positive effect versus it really, it's a wide range of people that we touch. Yeah. Like if you think about it, it's, it's crazy. So for me, I always like, okay, <laughs> it's not just about me. So if you're thinking that you're feeling selfish or like you shouldn't, you don't have time for yourself or you don't have the investment or whatever, it's like, well, it's not just about you because everybody around us and everything around us is impacted by our energy and our behavior and our responses and, you know, everything. So hundred um, yeah. percent. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because once you make a decision, right. To like really invest in yourself, whether that's through self-care or through an investment or whatever it is, it's like that energy translates to, like you said, everyone around you, it has that domino effect and it impacts the surrounding environment that you're in, the people that you touch. And it's more of a collective like effort when you are working on yourself, you're, it's not just you that you're working on. It's literally, you're helping others see that side of them as well. If you're putting forth the effort and becoming more positive and, you know, seeing things in a different perspective and not being that an energy or vampire sucker, because at that point, it's like, what's what's the point in being around those types of people, right? That conversation or those situations just feel like they make you feel like crap. Like None of us want to feel that way. We want to feel good about ourselves. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. And speaking of filling cup, do you have any, I know you have all these different modalities that you work with with your clients and I'm sure you work with them yourself as well, but anything specific, like little life hacks or anything that just fills your cup that helps you kind of to stay grounded or to reset when you're maybe, you know, going through different seasons of your life. Can you share anything that really helps you personally? Yeah, for sure. So I think, I mean, for me, like my morning and evening routine is something that is like almost like a sacred thing. Like I need that hour in the morning or, you know, even the few minutes, if I can't make it that length of time to really ground myself and again, like also going into like NLP and subconscious, like you are the most impressionable in the morning when you wake up and right before bed, like you, your, your mind is the most impressionable. And so whatever you feed it with in the very morning and in the evening is really important. And so like, I make sure that my morning routine is for me, right? Like whether I just get up and I enjoy a cup of coffee or like I'm laying in bed and I do a meditation, that's what I've been doing lately because you know, time and things get in the way. Um, and so you want to have like your first few moments to yourself in the morning. That's a big one. So morning and evening routine, again, like sleep, sleep routine, even just like setting myself up to get to bed, like, you know, going and washing my face and doing my like brushing my teeth and getting all of that stuff in order. Like that is my wind down. And then I get into bed and it's like, okay, try to avoid getting on social media or scrolling or, you know, answering messages and things like that. So yeah, prioritizing rest in that way as well. And then, you know, just being out in nature is something that I really enjoy. Like it helps ground me. It helps if something is going on in my day that I feel is really overwhelming, just stepping outside and being in the sun for a little bit or moving, like literally just moving the energy around, like that stagnant energy getting outside is so nice. 
And then there's things like, you know, my meditation, like meditation, guided meditations, always EFT tapping, which is something that is a modality, but it's literally just tapping through the different meridian points, moving that energy around as well. What else is there? Journaling and really just like listening to my body. Like, to be honest, listening to what I need, like sometimes I just need to step back, take a moment, reflect and really ask myself, like, what do I need in this moment? Like, do, you know, do I need to go for a hot shower or have a a bubble bath? Do I need to step outside? Do I need to step away from the computer? Do I need to go talk to a friend? It's listening kind of to my body. So those are some of the things that I kind of use to help me refocus and reground. Hey, beauties. Have you ever thought about starting your own spray tanning business? If you've been following me on social and you know my story, then you know that I've had a lot of fun and success in my own journey as a sunless artist. If you think you might be interested, I invite you to check out spraytanclass.com. And if you decide it's right for you, use code PRICELESS at checkout. That's P-R-I-C-E-L-E-S-S. So many good things. And you had mentioned, maybe I'll bring this up after. No, I'm going to bring it up now because I'll probably forget <laughs> that the, the, how you do the little things. She had mentioned this in our previously recorded episode. Sorry, I'm losing my ear. There we go. Back. That, that how you do the little things is how you do the big things. So those little things in the morning, in the evening that you've built into your routine have a big impact on how the, maybe your productivity is that day mm-hmm. or how, you know, I think a lot to do with like effectiveness, productivity, communication is all a result of how you start and finish your day. Yes. So that one really, really resonated with me and I didn't make my bed this morning and then I... <laughs> had a shower in between and then I ran back upstairs and I thought of you and I'm like I'm going to make my bed yes and that's a huge <laughs> so just one. like yeah. building a small habit into that you know I was like nope I'm going to do this before I head back down so I just just something small like that really was memorable to me and since then too I started listening to I've been following all of the Abraham Hicks series I don't know if you yeah, yeah. um Jerry and Esther Hicks I've just been like on fire with all of their books just like listening to all of their books over and over and one thing that Esther shares it's kind of interesting it's definitely outside of what I normally listen to it's about the law of attraction so I'm kind of in tune with that stuff but it's, it's definitely uh, makes you see things differently and question a lot of the ways that you believe in and things like that but anyways you, you'll have to check out the books yourself if you want but one of the things that they had mentioned about evening and morning routines is that you should when you go to bed at night you should take a couple minutes and just observe the things that are positive. So how does your bed feel? Your pillow's comfortable. Maybe you hear a light breeze coming in your window. All the things that kind of sensory that make you feel good, like feel good inside and out and just focus on those thoughts for, you know, hopefully until you go to sleep, try to focus on those positive feelings. And when you wake up in the morning, refocus on those thoughts. So again, lay in bed just for five minutes and just the birds are chirping, maybe the sun's coming up, your pillow's cozy, you have a duvet, you're grateful that you have a safe place to sleep, whatever it is. So just taking those couple minutes, morning and night, and focusing on those positive thoughts that make you feel good, make you feel gratitude, kind of another way to like just set the trajectory for your day. And I found that to be really helpful instead of like you said, don't jump up or check your emails or of course, yeah. <laughs> whatever that is. 
So kind of just setting the tone for the day in that way has been really helpful for me. So just like another idea for anybody who's looking for something to kind of build in their routine. You're laying in bed anyways. Exactly. Like just focus your mind for a couple of minutes and see if it helps. Yeah, no, I love that. And I what I started with too, like years ago when I kind of started my journey, there was something that I heard. I think it was in the book, The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. So again, like very much law of attraction and gratitude. And it was on the same similar note, like she said to put something near your bed so that it's like a reminder to practice gratitude. And so I I think I had put like a crystal that was in the shape of a heart next to my bed. And so obviously that's kind of the space that I look at, but when I put down my phone or anything, and so before bed, I would think of like five things that I'm really grateful for. And then in the morning, again, when you wake up, it's like similar. It's like, okay, think of the things that you're really grateful for, or, you know, just express gratitude for them in the morning and be really be able to visualize that and see what it is or hear and be really in tune with your senses. So I love that. And yeah, like you said, the way you do the little things is the way you do the big things. I'm a big believer in that. Like if you make your bed every morning, it's easier for you to get consistent with something really small and then keep adding to it. Or just like it turns into something that becomes so autopilot and a non-negotiable for you. So yeah, just, I mean, obviously we're sharing quick tips with anyone listening right now to, uh, yeah, help them in that way. Awesome. I wanted to chat a little bit about entrepreneurship because a lot of women that I speak with are entrepreneurs. And how do you enjoy being an entrepreneur? Like, what are your favorite parts? Because I know your business is a little bit obviously different than my business, but we kind of are in feel good businesses in many ways where we're helping women with confidence, feel better. I help them look better as well. But Mm, (laughs) in terms of being an entrepreneur, anything specific that you just love about being an entrepreneur? Yeah, I mean, the freedom. I know this wasn't on our questions. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> yeah. really just the freedom element, right? Like that we are, we hold a lot more power when we are in charge of our day-to-day routines and what we do and what we love to do. And also it doesn't necessarily feel like work. So I love that it doesn't feel like work because this is something that comes so naturally to us or that we really enjoy and are passionate about. But then, yeah, just the freedom in our day to schedule things the way that we want. Like, I I love that. Like, I love that I can have a call and then, you know, finish up and close up and like go to the park or like go and spend time with my family or friends. And it doesn't feel so regimented. Like, I'm not someone who like thrives in an environment where it's very regimented and like it's, you know, that nine to five life, that is why I was burnt out and getting exhausted. And I just wasn't feeling it because even if I set up my business in a way that was from nine to five, it would still be something that I really enjoyed. And I would still feel like I had the freedom of choosing. Right. So I think that's one thing that I really love about being an entrepreneur. And then also just in the business that I'm in, like being able to connect with so many different people from like all across the world, different lifestyles, different, you know, ways of being different goals, yet we all share like a common, there's a common theme in in the challenges that we're facing and wanting to overcome some of the things that we have that are plaguing us on the day to day. So yeah, those are a few things that I really love. Just being able to socialize and connect is my favorite and meet new people every single day. And then yeah, the the element of freedom, ability to choose. Yeah. I really resonate with the freedom as well. I, when I, I used to work for Mac Cosmetics and I learned a lot there. I gained most of my confidence and skills to become a makeup artist through that company. So I don't regret my decision to be with that company at all. But I remember my son turned two 
he turned two and we had a birthday party scheduled for him at my house. And I had, I was a part-time employee and I had to ask permission to go to his birthday party, which I was hosting. (laughs) Yeah. And it got denied. They told me I couldn't go. Oh. I was like, they, I, they're like, you have to reschedule or whatever. I was like, I have 20 people coming to it. Yeah, you're like, I, like, I can't think that not, this was going I can't to be. not go. <laughs> you know, I was like, just letting you know, I'm not going to be here this day. And it, I just actually broke down in tears, like in my boss's office. And I was like, I couldn't understand. I was like, I'm a makeup artist at a beauty counter like yeah like this is not I'm kind of I'm kind of replaceable like <laughs> like I think you can find someone else for you know a day and um end up getting half the day off and someone helped me cover it and whatever the case may be but I just remember that as a turning point in my life where I felt like I didn't like that somebody else had the power to decide whether I should be able to attend a milestone in my family's life you know and that was like for me like it hit me so hard and it took me a few years to like get to a place where I was able to do that. I didn't jump up and quit that day or whatever, but that's where I started to realize what was really important to me. And so that's why I'm such a big advocate for entrepreneurship. Why I help women in beauty business start and grow their spray tanning businesses. And I, I mentor other beauty professionals because I feel like we should have the right to be able to choose how we live a life, but still be able to make money, still be able to spend time with our family and do all of these things that, you know, certain seasons, maybe you have to hustle more or whatever, but I feel like we should have the right and the ability to make those decisions and be able to still, you know, make money and (laughs) enjoy what we do. Right. So I guess everybody's designed differently, but I just really felt like that was like a key indicator that I was like, nope, I have to work for myself. Yes. Like, yeah. I just can't do it. Like, eventually I'll get fired because I probably won't show up, right? So yeah. it's it's like the nudge, right, that you had in that moment had to happen in order for you to realize and recognize, okay, this is how I actually want to be spending my time. And yeah, we, we maybe didn't know that entrepreneurship was going to be the next step for us, but it was literally just taking that small step in understanding like, okay, this is a moment that is going to shape the way that I make decisions differently in the future. And for you, it's like, okay, this is a pivotal moment in recognizing that if I can't spend time with my my family and I need to ask for permission or like beg for it in this case for to attend a birthday party for my son, like this is a problem. So like, what are we going to do differently? And yeah, I think it's those moments where we kind of hit either that rock bottom or there's this like moment in time where things like shift in our mind and we're like, if I don't do something different, this is going to be the same. Like, it's just going to continue to be the same. So we need to take action at that point. Um, and I was actually just talking to somebody about this recently, last couple of days, but like ideas, like if we have an idea and it sparks interest and like passion in us, it's like, we need to activate that. We need to do, actually do something about it. Otherwise it just wanders off. And it like, honest, honestly, our idea is like, go to somebody else and they act on it. And then we're that person looking, looking in and saying like, Oh, wow, I should have, I should have done that. Or I wanted to do that. And so it's so that was my idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, it's all possible for you. It's just, you need to actually take action. So, you know, much of what we do in entrepreneurship is actually taking action. We don't wait and we're not like worried and scared. And well, maybe we are worried and scared and we are fearful, but we still do the thing anyways. And we still move forward with it. And we're, 
willing to learn from our experiences. So that's kind of the one thing within entrepreneurship too. It's like we get to make decisions, we get to make mistakes, and then we get to change based on, you know, the mistakes that we made. And it's all part of the learning process. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are, I mean, I'm there too. I don't think it ever changes, especially if you're trying to move to a new level or you're making a big decision. It's every stage is scary. Yeah. (laughs) Every new decision is scary with entrepreneur, with business, with anything in life, you know, everything's growing, evolving, changing, and you might master one thing and we're kind of rinse and repeating that thing. And it's doing well, it's doing well and doing well. And all of a sudden AI yeah, <laughs> or like whatever, <laughs> whatever the next thing is, or there's a new trend or there's a new modality or there's something, you know, and we, the cool thing is like, it can be scary to try to do a new thing. I remember when YouTube makeup artists came out and all the makeup artists are saying, I guess I've been doing makeup for 16 years. Oh, those aren't real makeup artists. And I'm like, well, we got to do what they're doing. We got to get on social media. Like I was like scared. I was so scared to show up on video. I was so scared to put my face out there, but yeah, you know what? You show up, you make a mistake, you, and you do it again, you do it again. And then now people are like, oh, wow, your social media is so awesome. You sound so great. I'm like, what? I sound crazy. I look stupid. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But we just keep showing up, right? And we and we keep learning and we do the scary thing. And one thing that I, I remember too, I can't remember where I heard about Someone said like, you the, the fear can come along for the drive, but they're just not in the driver's seat. They're like in the back seat. Mm. So the fear is coming, yeah. coming with us, but we're still going anyways. We're driving there with the fear is coming along for the ride. Yeah. So it's exactly. like, it never, it never stops, unfortunately. Right. It just, you gotta keep pushing through with it, tagging along. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, you have to have that drive and passion behind what you're doing as well. Right. Like if it's, if it's something that you're not completely you have to be like fully on board with your own ideas and your own future and what you want. And like, once you are, it's pretty, it's pretty much inevitable for you to get to the place that you want to be. It's just the, the way and the avenue to get there. And things will always kind of come in your path, but just being flexible and being able to pivot and learn and have that like self-assurance and self-confidence that you can move through it is really important in cases like that, right? For all of us. So. Yeah, totally, totally. I always ask my guests if they can share their favorite quote or mantra and you share like a pretty nice long one. And I am totally up for you sharing the entire thing because I think it's a really valuable one. So if you don't mind, I don't know if you have it like written down or you just memorize it or if you want to paraphrase it. or Yeah, whatever, no, I think, yeah. And I know which one you're talking about. So yeah, a mentor of mine, actually, she was an old boss of mine, actually told me this and it, it stuck with me because it was during that pivotal place in my in my life where I was trying to make new decisions and like basically trying to almost get reassurance from somebody else that like leaving my job and doing all of these things and having all these ideas about stepping back and reflecting was the right the right decision and so anyways it really stuck with me and resonated but she said to me like you can have it all and I felt like I needed somebody to really tell me that in that moment like I really needed to hear like you can have it all and what she meant was that like it's a great practice to not let anyone convince you otherwise right because we have all of these people in our ears telling us like you can't have the big house you can't have the the business you can't have the kids and the business and the like and the dream job and the financial you know or the the income that you want and that's not true like you can have the business or career that you love you can have the children and the family the supporting and loving partner you can have great health 
the wealth that you dream of. And the thing is, you may not be able to have it all exactly at the same time, <laughs> which is true, but you should never let anyone convince you that you can't have everything that you dream of eventually and over over time, right? Um, so like with enough, like perseverance and resilience and hard work and focus and all of the things, like you really, you really, really can have it all. And yeah, that's, that's just all there is to it, really. It really resonated with me and stuck. And I that's something I share with everybody that comes into my path that's like, oh, I can't do this and this and this. And I'm like, why not? Do you see this other person that has exactly what you want? Like, how did she get it all? Or how did he get it all? Like, it's it's possible. You're just limiting yourself in, in your belief system to make it feel like it's bigger than it is. So, yeah. Totally. And I, I just want to share my experience a little bit with that as well, if that's okay. Growing up, I kind of was under the impression that some people were kind of lucky. It was like a game mm. of cards and whatever cards you were dealt, like you're either good or they're shit. You know? <laughs> and I kind of was under the impression that like, well, they are lucky over here and they have the things, but I'm not that person. Like I didn't get that. So just like too bad for me kind of situation. But as I started, you know, meeting people with you, kind of changing my friend groups a little, doing reading, attending seminars, listening to podcasts, I started to start to disagree with my old belief on that, mm -hmm. that whole being lucky deal. And I started realizing like that was a crock of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just something that I was taught based on someone else's belief system. Yeah. And I started changing my mind. And as a result, I started talking differently with people. I started meeting new people. I started thinking differently. I started believing more in myself. I started taking more risks that sometimes didn't always work, but they caused me to be a little more bold or be more willing to take a new step um, or try a new thing. And just like slowly over time, started to change the way that I saw what was possible for me. So of course, we might have been told by our teachers or our guardians or our parents or an ex or someone yeah. that we couldn't have X, Y, or Z, but really it's like all in our head. Yeah. It's a lot like, of unlearning. We really have to believe it. <laughs> if you believe it, then of course, right? Yeah. And I mean, our environment and the way that we shape our beliefs comes from who we're learning from as like a young person. And I mean, you have children too, right? Like they're most impressionable when they are young, right? Like those ages from zero to six, you're just like soaking up and absorbing like a sponge, everything that's being said in your environment. And so when, you know, and it, it's not intentional where your parents or teachers or whatever are teaching you things. It's what they've learned and they're passing down to you, right? Like my parents would, would always be like, oh, you know, you have to get a, a, go to university, get a great job, like have a pension. And I was like, okay, like you literally as a child, that was like absorbed in my mind, like, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. And then as I got into university, I'm like, do I even is this useful? I don't know. Like, okay. Yeah. Like I took science and it's all part of the mind. And yes, that was something I was interested in. So it all shaped, you know, my future steps, but it's, there's no like one carved pathway in the way to do something. And so it's a lot of unlearning what we previously learned from people who were doing the best they could with the resources they had, obviously to share this information with us. But then as we, as we get older, we learn like, okay, maybe that's complete bullshit. Like maybe I actually need to unsubscribe to that belief that this is the case. Cause it's really not. So, so yeah, I yeah. love that. I love that you shared that. So, so good. Yeah. Thank you for sharing just like a different perspective on it. Um, I mean, the same perspective, but just like a different 
way to describe it, but I definitely feel like that's, I 100% agree with that. And I hope anybody listening who might be doubting themselves or might think that they can't do the thing or just take a look at kind of dig a little deeper as to why you think that might be true. And if something deep down inside is like disagreeing with you, then start to reprogram it by doing a any of the things that we've mentioned that kind of resonate with you, or if you're wanting to speak with somebody, I know, Brittany, you do offer calls just to kind of help somebody in like a short term as well as coaching also. So could you maybe just share if anybody's like, oh my gosh, it's time. I think I need to chat with somebody. I want to go deeper on this, or they're interested in one of those modalities that you offer that you share. Could you kind of just touch on that for anybody who might be Absolutely. Yeah. So I I host clarity calls uh, with people so you can schedule one in. Um, The links will be shared in the show notes, I'm sure. So just connecting with me there, booking a free 30 minute call. It's really to get clarity on your next steps in what kind of support you need and really just like being able to voice the things that you want right now that are holding you, like keeping you stuck or, you know, a self-sabotaging kind of belief or tendency that you're hanging on to. We can kind of chat through it through one of those 30 minute calls. And then from that, I have services, obviously 90 minute breakthrough session, and then long-term programs like between one month and six months to work together through things. I like to say, obviously that the initial call is important, right? Like even just admitting to somebody else that's outside of your circle or connecting with them. And even just connecting with me on Instagram, it's like, I like to offer the value and the information that everybody should know because it's not about kind of hoarding that information and like being on the podcast today and really just chatting with you. It's, opening up our awareness to these conversations and recognizing like, oh, I mean, there is additional support in any way that we need it. We just have to be willing to kind of look for it and use our resources and access people and individuals in our lives who can help us kind of see through any of the the fluff that's holding us back. So yeah, those are just a few ways. Instagram, Clarity Call, working together, these podcasts come to my Instagram page and like, let's get to know each other. I'm always excited to kind of see who's in my, who's in my world. (laughs) Yeah. And I really like your Instagram page as well. And even just some of the do more of the lives and more of the videos, because those are really informative. I super enjoy them. So anybody who wants to just go get a little inspiration and get some updates and see what you're into, please go ahead and, um, follow Brittany's Instagram. Do you want to share it in here? I'll put it in the show notes as well, but just anybody who might be listening on audio might not have a chance to read through the notes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's at be free mindset. So B E F R E E M I N D S E T be free mindset. Perfect. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate your time. I thank you for coming again. And I don't know if we could, do you think that we could maybe do like um, a video only? Cause I don't think it would work for audio. We wouldn't be able to do it on a podcast, but would you be open to doing a mini tapping session for people to get an understanding of what that looks like on like on a YouTube only, like a video only session. Would that be something you'd be? I'm asking you live, so you have to say <laughs> putting yes. on the spot. No, totally. Like I said, like I love to share the value and the things that people can tangibly take away. So if yeah, if your audience and is open to that and ready to kind of explore EFT tapping, I'm more than happy to take you know, everyone through it and kind of get to know themselves a little bit better and help neutralize any feelings that are coming up. Obviously, in your world too, like working with people within your industry, there's different emotions and like, things that are coming up. And so if you can, if you know those, what those things are, like, I'm happy to help everybody kind of move through that and and anyone else who's facing these kind of challenges or emotions and feelings too. But yeah, 
it's a yes for sure. Okay. That would be so, that would be so awesome. I have a little background in tapping, but not a lot. I've taken a couple courses and they were included in them. So I really, it's not something that I practice frequently, but I really found out of all the different modalities that I've kind of tested out or played around with, that one really is something that you can do just like in any moment. Mm -hmm. And I really felt like it, I physically felt a difference after doing it. And I don't, I haven't stuck with it too much, but it's, I feel like maybe I just need to go a little bit deeper and have a better understanding on it. So I personally would like to go a little deeper on that. If anybody else is interested, maybe we can schedule a live or we can do something. So something that we'll dig a little bit deeper into. So anybody who's interested, maybe um, shoot me or Brittany a message and we can kind of coordinate something. I think that would be really fun. I'm really helpful. Yes, 100%. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I really enjoyed like chatting with you and I'm sure anybody listening to this right now is like, they need to hear it and they needed to kind of stumble upon it and hear what we had to say. So thanks again, Pam, for having me on yes. here. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. My pleasure. Okay, girl, we will chat soon. Thank you everybody who joined us. If you guys, of course, ever have any questions or if you're interested to be on the podcast yourself, please feel free to reach out. We appreciate you and hope everybody has an awesome day. Hey girl, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share a positive five-star review. And as a thank you for your love and energy, my team will send you a free copy of my social media content and goal planner. Please screenshot it and email it to info at priceless-beauty.com so we can get that to you right away. Until next time, let's stay connected on IG. Come say hello at Priceless Beautygram. And don't forget... You are worthy and capable of achieving anything your heart desires.